Have you tried changing your health year on year, resolving that this year things are going to be different, but nothing seems to change? Oftentimes, when things are not changing, we're following many wellness myths and not looking at the full picture, including our nutrition, recovery, stress management, leaving out mind-body connection. I want to introduce you to Wellness Redefined, a new podcast from Refillion Media that's here to dispel all your myths about wellness and fitness while sharing stories of how we redefine what it means to be healthy. On each episode, we'll be talking to experts from all walks of life who will share their own unique wellness journey and offer their perspective. I am your host, Tamika Rochester, founder and CEO of Harlem Cycle, a premier wellness space in New York City with a focus on indoor cycling. I've been an advocate for wellness since as early as I can remember. So if this sounds like something that could help change your life, go ahead and pause the show you're listening to and subscribe to Wellness Redefined on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome back to Barbells and Bikinis. As always, I'm your host, Amelia Skye, and I'm happy to have you all back. I am here with my girl and IFBB pro, Des B. <laughs> welcome, Des. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And what what an entrance. You just made me feel like a real professional athlete. I mean, you are a real professional athlete. So before I forget, I want you guys to all go check out her Instagram. It's Des B with three underscores. Don't forget the three underscores or else you'll probably come across someone from another country. So <laughs> make sure that you got those right. But her Instagram is popping. So Thanks, you guys want some fitness motivation do go check her out I just wanted to throw that out there because I don't want to forget about that so I appreciate it let's get started Des Um, tell me a little bit about your background where you come from and just a little bit about who you are thank you Amelia and again I'm so excited to be here especially with your new podcast that is a new territory for you so I'm really honored to be one of the first people on it what's up Um, so (laughs) virtually long story short because you know we all can go on forever about ourselves to be honest (laughs) but but I grew up in Michigan uh, just recently moved out to Florida before then I became an IFBB bikini pro and now I'm just lifestyle fitness I'm doing business stuff I'm thriving in different ways um, and just continuously growing in my own fitness journey and nutritional journey so again very long-winded story short we'll get into details as questions come up, but that's kind of the story. Sure. Um, so what brought you out to Florida? Florida, uh, thankfully my fiance has a really great job out there. Yeah. So we just recently got engaged. Oh, congrats. I did not know that about you. I'm so pumped. I'm getting married in September. Um, but we just, we got engaged while we were out there and he got an amazing job. So I followed him down there because, you know, I have this opportunity to do what I do anywhere. Yeah. And, um, it was just a really beautiful opportunity. So we took advantage of it. Great, great. Um, so you're an IFBB pro. So explain a little bit about that process. I obviously know about that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know some of our listeners probably have no idea what that means. Yeah. So go into kind of a little bit about that background for me. For sure. A lot of people are always like, how does, how in the heck does that work? Like what, what do you, what are the steps? And virtually how I explain it, um, it's kind of when you get into the NPC circle, which is a national physique committee, um, you virtually start at like say elementary and then you go to middle school and then you go to high school and like you graduate. That's kind of how I think. Exactly. Yeah. So if you want to think of it in also athletics, if you guys are familiar with like the NBA, et cetera, Virtually, you start out at a small show. That's going to be kind of like your minor league. Yeah. Once you are there and you become the best in your minor league, you become nationally qualified and you're able to compete in national shows. That's more so than major league. After that, you kind of even go beyond the major league. You just become an 
all-time pro when you become an IFBB pro. So it's really a three-step process. But for me, that really actually began with me being a previous college athlete. I played volleyball in college. So knowing that athletic sport background, I was excited to go through the reins there and, you know, graduate those steps, right? So how long did it, how long did you compete before you became, so basically she does competed in the NPC league, correct? which is like she said, the elementary level. Mm -hmm. And then she turned pro, which is, you know, she got her pro card and then she turned into an IFBB athlete, which is like the next step up. So yes. how long did you compete in NPC before you turned into an IFBB pro? So in 2016, I did my first two shows. Uh, I became nationally qualified. Didn't really do anything with it because I was way too small. I was like newly 21, you know, I was right. just like a tiny little baby. And so I took 17 months off to bulk. So that two shows after I went into seven, 2017, bulked the whole time, reverse dieted, et cetera. In 2019 or 2018, sorry, I came out guns blazing. I did um, three shows. Wow. One show uh, became nationally qualified. Second show, first national show, came in way too lean, ninth place. Third show came in first place, won my pro card. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, so that was like a process for you. Yeah. So... How, what, what's the prep like? Like, tell us, walk us through a little bit about the prep for shows. So for right. people that don't understand that, the prep is the toughest part. Oh, absolutely. And let me just note this, that a, a bikini competition, a bodybuilding competition prep is completely 180 from a normal everyday cut, yes. weight loss, caloric deficit. Yes. Um, this, expo- this sport is extreme and it is extreme for a reason. So if you ever come across pictures and you're like, oh, they're unhealthy, they look yeah. unhealthy, they look anorexic. This sport is meant to be extreme. This sport is, um, it's not, I don't want to say it's meant to be unhealthy, but it is a level that is not maintainable. No. So when you're walking through a prep, you're eating low calorie, you're doing added cardio because you need the absolute most expenditure to come in your leanest and driest physique. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, my prep, what that looks like from an outsider looking in is probably absolutely freaking nuts. You probably see me doing a lot of cardio. You probably see me constantly moving and grinding in the gym and probably crying after (laughs) my last set of squats. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those just mentally challenging opportunities, but it also just makes you so much, so different as a person. So it's a very growing, growing experience, but ultimately it's just a cut, but just times like 90. (laughs) So when was the last time you competed? Last show was when I went pro. So that was June 29th of 2018. And you have not competed since? No. So I've not competed in the pro league. Is there, are you, do you plan on competing in the pro league or? That's so funny you ask because I actually just recently decided to not compete. Now there's a, a lot of reasons revolving around this. Most of which being just, I'm in a point in my life where that's not my cup of tea. It's not something I can really dedicate to and excel right. in. Um, as well as wedding planning, yo, like, yeah. wait till, like you guys wait, you know, if you're out there and you're like waiting for the one, like wait till that happens, you're going to be shook at just how much comes to that. Right. And so it's taking a lot of my energy as well as just my, my business and my clients and my community. Um, you know, they take precedent right now. So right. I don't see myself competing for a while. Um, and I don't want to say never say never. I'm not that kind of person, right. but um, right now, it's just really not my cards. Not on your priority no. list, which makes sense because, yeah, these preps. I mean, I'm personally on a prep right now. I'm 10 mm-hmm. weeks out, and I'm drained. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like I'm just 
withering you away. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally a poor tree. That's what, yeah, that's what, like you said, like these preps are not necessarily healthy, which mm-hmm. is why we don't have our body in the short term. Yeah, short yeah, term. yeah, absolutely. You know, and I plan on doing some, a little, uh, probably at least two shows, okay. but I'm going to make sure that they're spaced out so that I have some time to be able to enjoy my life, yeah. you know, for at least a month before I pop back onto another prep for a show. Right. But, um, that's cool that you, you know, are focusing on other stuff. And if you compete again, that's amazing. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. Never say never. Like there's a lot of people that have said, well, I'm not competing again. They pop back up. Oh my God. Guess what? 12 right. weeks out. You know, I'm not going to be that person. Um, but I'm very open and honest with my social media on um, my following all my friends there. And right. so for them to know what, what's going on and why is just very important for me and realizing that it's, it's so Right. It's just, there's not a lot of longevity in this sport, no matter who you are. Right. And so for those that don't know Des, she's a, a YouTube vlogger. Oh, yes. So <laughs> let's go into a little bit about that. Like, you know, obviously you're a fitness influencer, so I'm sure a lot of your YouTube videos are based around just your, your lifestyle mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but what are some of your vlogs and like, what do you do? How often do you make a new video? And right such? on. I think a lot of people are so intimidated by YouTube. Mm-hmm. And whenever I post or, you know, new YouTube video, people are like, how do you, how do I get started? And the beauty behind how to get started is you just start, you, just you know, you just start just like you with this podcast. Yeah. You, you never, it's not like you're like, how do I do it? You just do it. You start recording your voice. And yeah. You, yeah. This is a you ask people, me. right? So, um, for YouTube, you know, I love vlogging. I love, again, just being vulnerable and open with my audience because it's something a lot of people just don't do anymore. And I totally respect certain parts of my life being private and being able to do certain things by myself. However, um, within my fitness journey, I love to show people what it looks like and bring them along, you know, that the tough times, the great times, the hard times, etc. Right. So recording at least once a week and getting a vlog up, I've really been able to diversify my videos to full day of eating, you know, vlogging, taking you through just a day in the life of, you know, an entrepreneur or a clothing try on haul. Like I try to do just fun things to keep everyone happy and entertained. Yeah. So you said one a week. Yeah. 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 About you shoot for that. Yeah. I would love to do more, but at the end of the day, my Instagram takes precedent in terms of where I'm spending my time uh, creating content. Right. So YouTube is really fun. And if anyone out there is interested in YouTube and wanting to do it, I, you know, I started by filming off my camera. I don't know about you, but that, that or I'm sorry, my phone, I started yeah. off my, just my phone. I, that's what I'm doing right now too. Yeah. Cause uh, you know, I wanted to vlog my, my prep mm-hmm. for my shows, uh, my competitions coming up and I have a few YouTube videos up, you know, I'm not by yeah. any means like a huge YouTuber, but, um, I love it. I'm having fun with it. I'm excited to grow with it and see yeah, dude. Where it goes. That so, 4K. That 4K on the iPhones, y'all. Like, it's almost better than a Canon. Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, someday, you know, I'll upgrade and, yes. and get that technology for it. But Hey, um, if it works, you always find a way to make it work, and that's working. Really quick, you know, before I forget, back to the competition stuff. Yeah. Um, what is your workouts and nutrition look like right now? Because mm. I know you're not, you don't have any shows yeah. on the line, so it's not like you're you know, aiming for a show. So what's your day-to-day nutrition and your, your workouts? Right. So currently I do still work out five times a week. Oh, okay. that, that, that's just like my bread and butter between four and five days. I just have enough time to refuel. I have enough time to push myself. Um, and I have enough time to obviously hit all muscle groups, right? Hit what I need to hit. 
So I'm just training five days a week. I just really aim for activity. You know, right. I'm not in there. I'm not doing cardio right now. I just aim to get steps in. Well, you look amazing. Thanks. I think, I just think it's so powerful. The power of moving. Yeah. Um, something that I never really realized how much just walking and, you know, walking the dogs or yeah. walking around at night can do. So in terms of training, that's all I do. It's nothing different than when I prepped. Yeah. Nothing different okay. than when I bulked. I train the same way and I, I go for I just go hard AF. Like, yeah, you, you love it. No, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 just, I love it. I know. That's what I mean. It's like, I feel like we're a rare breed because it's that internal, yeah. you know, sense that tells us go to the gym, work out, oh, yeah. push those weights. Are you lifting like heavy right now? Or Yeah, that's that's always a goal, right? Heavy as possible. Like getting that progressive overload. Always, yeah. Progressive <laughs> overload, always. So that's, that's nutrition. And within dieting, I do practice something that you probably will end up mentioning in your podcast, but you know, people call it flexible dieting. Yeah. So IIFYM, if it fits your macros, focusing obviously on more of a 80, 20 approach with, you know, 80% being nutrient dense, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. And then 20% being able to be like, you know, my favorite cookies or whatever it might be at, at night. Um, but really I just had a lot more leniency with my diet. So you do track. I do. Um, I haven't in like two weeks, but yeah. that, that's what I'm saying is like, because I'm not in prep right now and I'm just kind of, I'm just grinding and I'm, I have all this energy to get yeah. extra expenditure and two, I'm able to intake a little bit more and have more flexibility. Give me some of your energy. Dude, no, I, <laughs> I get it though. And again, like if you guys are listening and you're like, Oh, like, Oh, stop. Everyone's tired. Like when you are running on low calories, it's just a different kind of tired. It's it not, is. you can't sleep that off, dude. No, it's no. not something. I mean, you, even me, like I, I'm on the go 24 seven and I'm just, your, your life, when you're on prep for a show, revolves around when you're going to eat, yeah. when you're going to train, and yeah. when you're going to sleep. When, oh, for sure sleep. You know? Yeah. Um, because that sleep is so important for that muscle recovery. And I think people and underestimate And to not think that. about food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to sleep, so I'm not hungry. And I have a birthday coming up next, or on May 2nd, oh so yeah, next week. And it's crazy because I am flying back home to Wisconsin. Okay. I, have, I have a twin sister. Oh my so gosh, cute. I'm going to surprise her. fraternal. We're fraternal. Oh my gosh, cute. I'm going to surprise her, and she makes the best pound cake, you guys. And I can't oh have it because I'm out of prep for Bro, a show. I love me some pound cake. <laughs> hey. what's, what's, your, what's your cheat meal? If you were to go off your diet, what Dude, do you like? What do you sushi? and froyo sushi and froyo sushi and froyo like there's just there's no other mix yeah I was telling a a friend last night that if I had to choose one treat though honestly unlimited cheesecake oh you're a cheesecake girl it is it's just my thing really oh my gosh well make sure you leave a comment on this podcast and let us know what you guys think what do you think cake as as far as cheesecake yeah ice cream (laughs) I don't know you tell you guys tell us. So that's cool. Um, we're all about that food in this fitness industry. I feel like we're always planning our next cheat meals. And even Des, she's not on a prep right now for a show. I mean, she's still very, very disciplined, and she's always has food. You know, like on her mind. Like, yep. what am I going to eat? Yeah, for, for sure. For gotta a cheat fuel. Meal. You yep. gotta fuel your body. So, um, how how did you actually start working out though? I don't know if I asked you that, but no, I'm curious. No, yeah. How did you get into it? So, kind of going back to what I mentioned at the beginning. Um, being a college athlete. So I went to Western Michigan University. Okay. Which is a D1 volleyball program. So I played volleyball there. Okay. And um, it was amazing. You know, we had awesome strength conditioning coaches and I was always the one to pester my strength conditioning coach. Like, dude, how did you, how are you doing what you're doing? Like, I love training. I love how you're training people. How do I do that? Right. Um, So as I just mentored under him as just an athlete, 
I would come in early. I'd do some like extra lateral raises, which is probably, <laughs> probably why my shoulders are like yoked. You have amazing. <laughs> Guys, her shoulders, though, are... I'm sitting right next to her, and I just... I can't stare at her eyes. I'm staring at her shoulders. Oh, my gosh. Well, so, moral of the story, just hit extra lateral raises. But once I was done playing volleyball, which was abruptly taken away from me, I was like, how can I continue to challenge myself and also kind of change my body? Like, I kind of was starting to understand that my body could change. I could become mm-hmm. stronger. I started following people like Brooke Wells, Rich Froning. Oh, yeah. I was more into CrossFit. Yeah. And so I was like, wow, like I could change my body to look like them. And I started competing in CrossFit. I did a lot of Olympic lifting. Okay. And before I knew it, my body just rejected it. Like I've really? had, I've had previous ACL surgery, some shoulder wow. injuries. Um, and you know, from being in volleyball, just that repetitive motion, it was not good for me. Right. So after I was done with CrossFit, um, my orthopedic surgeon told me like, yo, do you want to be 30 with knee replacements or do you want to stop what you're doing? Like he literally no told me way. that. Yeah. He was like, you're either going to be on the ground with your kids or you're going to be screwed. So that kind of hit me and I was like, wow, how do, like, how do I train? I didn't even know. I didn't even know right. how to train my body and be healthy, you know, yeah. doing it. So then I just started going into the student rec center. I made up some workouts, um, from bodybuilding.com. I literally did three sets of 15, 12, 10, every single really? freaking movement. So you gotta start somewhere. Yeah, dude. 15, 12, 10, every single exercise. And I would do the same thing every three days. So I would do three days and then I'd start over. Wow. And that like, I just started educating myself. And then before you know it, people were like, you're, you have to look good. Yeah. You look really good. You should do a show. And I'm like, what in the frick is a show? I didn't even know who Arnold Schwarzenegger was besides (laughs) besides the Terminator. You know what I mean? Ah. I didn't, I didn't even know he was a bodybuilder, like no clue. So I just, it really opened my eyes to this world of bodybuilding. Um, so just randomly fell into my first show and you know, the rest is truly history. Like, again, you guys can kind of look through not only my old YouTube videos, but all my Instagram posts, just the the evolution of my journey. It right. is really nuts. And everyone's journey is so special. But um, for any of you guys that might be ex-athletes or someone who is also going through, you know, self-identification crisis, right. you know, after leaving an athletic background, um, you know, I'm definitely here for you because I've, I've been through that. Yeah. What What would you tell someone if they came up to you and asked um, if they should do a competition or not? Because I know, you know, I, I get a few people slide my DMs a lot right. and ask me about, what a competition mentality looks like. Mm, And mm. so how do you go about telling people about competing? Yeah. I mean, I had an amazing experience competing. So just because I'm not competing anymore, doesn't mean that it was a bad experience. I'm never one to dog the sport, you know? Right. But I would definitely make sure for anyone who does, you know, approach me and ask the same question. I just ask them to really consider where they're at right now. Yeah. Not only mentally, um, but strength wise, oh, their, their, sure. their current physique, yeah. you know, the last thing you want to do is cut hard AF and look Terrible. skinny, skinny yeah. fat, right? Because, yes. you, because you don't have muscle. So it's like, where are you at right now? Do you need to keep building? Are you ready to shred? Mm-hmm. Are you, you know, et cetera. And then I also just ask them to really think about their current mental state with food, because as much as you want to say, like, it's not a food driven sport. It is, it is a lot of mental battles when it comes to food, because being in a deficit, being cutting is freaking hard. It it messes with your mind. It's hard. And, um, if you're, if it's someone also that struggles with body issues, you know, I ask them to, to really just consider, think about what you're going to look like and how that is going to possibly affect your mind. Um, so that would just be kind of like my, my preface to anyone competing is just 
are you currently at a spot where you can compete and really excel? Right. And then after the show, are you in a spot to excel? Don't yes. just think about leading up to the show. You got to think about the after or else when the after hits, it ain't going to hit for you. <laughs> right. So for those listening right now that don't know a whole lot about the sport of bodybuilding with competing, mm-hmm. um, after each show, every athlete should go into what's called a reverse diet where you slowly add back in carbs, fats, proteins, because your body is just at such a deficit that when you step off that stage, you do not want to binge eat. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the last thing you want to do. Mm -hmm. People do it, you know, um, their body rejects it. And that's when people gain crazy amounts of weight in a short amount of time. So um, that's why reverse dieting is so important. Absolutely. That's where, um, like you mentioned, you got to be in a good mental state. So as much as this sport looks pretty and you like the idea of, Oh my gosh, you I'm gonna shredded. Look shredded. <laughs> no, you need to make sure you are mentally there. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. You said that. I think mentality is key for this sport. You need Absolutely. to be 100%, 100%, you know, mind healthy mm-hmm. to do it. And you got to love yourself. Oh, yeah. For who you are. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's awesome. We are going to take a short break, but we will be right back. Yeah. Of course. Sense. All right, we are back from our short break. Welcome back to Barbells and Bikinis with Amelia Sky. I'm back with my girl, Des. Ayo. <laughs> so before the break, we talked a lot about competition stuff. Des is an IFBB professional bikini athlete. Ay. So now we're going to go into a little bit about her business. So for those that don't know, she's an online fitness and health coach. Mm-hmm. So she takes online clients and helps them change their lives. So let's, let's get started. So tell me a little bit about your process of, you know, taking a new client on that Mm -hmm. has never been into, like never been into the workout mode. Like how do you start them? Yeah. You know, I, I am able and just blessed enough to have such an amazing job. You know, I never thought this could be a job and I don't think anyone else ever thought that online training could be a thing. Um, because of now the internet, it is, it's it's growing. It's it's beautiful. And it's amazing. You know, I've been able to help women in just different countries, like different wow. countries, like Korea, Germany, Australia, just from, your, okay, just from online. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's just so cool to be able to see that. So just a side note, like what an awesome opportunity for us all to have the internet and just make, make new things that yeah. no one else had. Our parents didn't have, you know, I know. I just, my parents like, give me so much yes. crap about that. They're like, you're going to make a living off yeah. of that. I'm like, yep. Yeah. yeah, because you guys didn't have the technology, mm-hmm. you know, and it's so cool. So whenever I get an inquiry, you know, I do have an application process and I, I do this. So I'm making sure that I'm working with the people I need to work with and also ethically and legally working with the people that I should be working with. Yes. Um, you know, I'm not one to treat or help diagnosed eating disorders. No. Um, I'm not someone to help with certain medical conditions. Right? right. So I do a screening process to make sure that these people I'm working with, I can properly help. Yeah. The beauty behind my company and how I run things is I do have a registered dietitian on staff. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. So she helps me, um, not only add rapport and value to my company, but if certain things come to fruition, she is there to have the proper education and background to help me with those situations. Wow, that's It's smart. really great. Yeah, it's really awesome. And she's great. And together we just, we make a really great pair. So yeah, first with that screening process, you know, I go through that and I, I answer, they, they answer a ton of questions, right? So like their age, their current activity level, what their goals are. And I make sure that they dig deep. Tell me why they want to get there. Yeah. What, what is currently enabling them to get there? 
And, um, how are they going to push through that? What right. are, you know, why are they excited to work with me? Why did they inquire right. from there? Um, we obviously get into more one-on-one communication. I either email or I do do one one-on-one direct calls. Okay. So they're, you know, properly discussing with me one-on-one who they're going to work with and how we're going to work together. Yeah. And from there, I really take all of their informa- information and, um, biofeedback and obviously, create their program from there. So based off their goals, based off where their current activity level is, you know, are they sedentary? Are they working from a desk? Do they, are they an RN, right? Are they running around? Right. Um, Are they a trainer as well, et cetera. Right. So I take their current activity levels and take their maintenance calories. And from there decide with them also in mind, what the best approach is for their goal. A lot of people come to me and as you as well, are like, I want to lose weight. I want to lose fat. Some people are not in the proper metabolic area to lose fat yet. You can't, you know, if you come to me eating 1300 calories, bro, what do you think? I can't get you lower than that. Right. Um, so certain places I do step in and go, Hey, we're going to reverse diet for the first six weeks. Let's then do this. We'll get into this. Obviously then currently week to week assessing the biofeedback and making adjustments from there. Um, but as a coach, I do create all their programming. I create all their cardio recommendations. Um, and obviously I'm a big lifestyle coach. I don't do prep. Don't do bikinis. Don't come come to me for that. Um, but I do just a great job helping people mend their relationship with food, increase their relationship with fitness. Yeah. Just maintain and make transformations. You know, a lot of the transformations that I love to see first is the mental, you know, coming mm-hmm. to me and being like, I had uh, this kind of weekend. I, I didn't hit my macros because I was busy. Like life happened, but I'm not mad at myself. I'm like, that's the win. That's yeah. the, that's the win before the weight goes. You down, have to right? love the process. You do. I think that's what I tell my, my clients too. Like you have to enjoy the process because if you don't, you ain't, your body is no. not going to be able to be manipulated. No, it's going to be a really long road for you. So I just, I love that. And you know, so from start to finish, obviously way more to go into detail of that process, but yeah. being able to have them and um, you know, the longevity of my clients, I usually keep clients anywhere from six months to a year plus really? And the goal, the retention isn't the goal. Like I don't, yeah. I don't want to retain you for two years. I don't want to have you for two and a half years. I want you to, to grow and be able to be on your own. And so I think that's what differentiates yeah. me um, from a lot of coaches. I is, love that you said that. Yeah. They, well, you know? every coach tries to, to keep clients for their own monetary so income. Lo- keep them loyal. Yeah. yeah they, they want the recurring income, which don't get me wrong guys, that the income is the job, but I'm not doing my job if you're staying. Right. Yeah. There's a different way to go about that. So, um, it's really just been an amazing journey and a lot of clients I have, um, sometimes they do just stick around cause they love the accountability and that's different. Yeah. Right. But to ultimately keep clients coming because they're not seeing the results, that's that's not what right. I'm here to serve. So you write them or you help guide them through workouts. Absolutely. I'm assuming you write up like workout plans yep. for them, yep. help with their nutrition and honestly just checking in. Yeah, I do workouts. I do nutrition. Obviously, if they need a proper meal plan, that registered dietitian hops in and helps out. Um, and I also do for my macro and my workout clients, I have them on a separate app where we stay in communication via yeah. voice, yeah, via voice message, via right, text, right. et cetera. So it's a little bit more one-on-one. Yeah. Um, but it's been a really amazing way in, in time to yeah. just really figure out what works best for me and my girls. Right. And, um, at the end of the day, you know, they're so special to me that yeah, we're, we're all like team. family. Yeah. There's so, you, it's just so fun. Do you only work with girls or do you have any guys on your roster? Yeah. I've, you know, I've had guys reach out to me for more. So just the one-on-one different, like as personalized workout split. Yeah. Um, but I, 
I'm just, you know, I don't want to say I'm a feminist. I don't really like that word, to be honest. But I I love my girls. I know how it feels. And so that's why I love just catering to them. Women empowerment. Exactly. Especially because, I mean, you're a female. You know how, like, the female body Mm -hmm. responds. Absolutely. Whereas there's plenty of other male coaches out there as well. Um, So, but it's all about finding who you fit with to grow your team and grow that empire. Right. Very important. That's cool. Um, Awesome. Well, now you guys, if, if you want to, you know, start a fitness journey. Hey, sisters. Hit her up. <laughs> this girl's amazing. She looks good. I can't stop staring at her. She's so oh, yeah. beautiful. Her body. I I'm cannot. Like, she, I cannot. I've she gotten all the hard. hype today. Wow. <laughs> wow. But we are going to go ahead and wrap this episode up, Des. I'm so glad that you were able to join me today. Thank I am so too. Much. No, it was so fun. And I hope that your audience is able to take away just, you know, not only being inspired by another person's journey, because how great is that to hear from someone else, but <laughs> also learn, you know, a little bit about YouTube, right? Go start that channel that you want. Go start that fitness journey you want. Ultimately, you know, just be on that journey for your best self and, yes. and worry about yourself. Amen yeah? to that. Love that. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, you guys. It would mean so much to me. And thank you for tuning into Barbells and Bikinis.